0: The year is 2024. PBS Plus has just launched, bringing the world's streaming services to 4,387. How can anyone be expected to go through all this content? Fear not, loyal passengers. Captain Joe shoes and his first mate, Miz, are here to travel through space and time bring you the best nuggets pop culture has to offer strap in folks it's time for the car jomez podcast hello everyone and welcome to episode 387 of the car jomez podcast i'm Mez, and my co-host as always is the magistrate of caravan city
1: and the most loved guest that's probably not true but in my mind it is Mm, the most loved guest In the history of toy Ho, I'm Captain Joe Shoes from the car, Jomez
0: Podcast. Yeah, you are, buddy. I got to tell you something. Word on the street is that's all accurate information you're laying out there, bro. That's what I hear. Toy-Hio
1: was one of the coolest conventions I have ever been to. Loved it. Ever been to. Just on toys (laughs) alone. On toys alone. It was incredible before the show. Now this was just this past week over in Girard, Ohio toy that they run, I think four conventions a year, basically quarterly. And it's a one day event. The vendors came loaded grail pieces, top to bottom, awesome collectibles everywhere. This place was loaded. So before the show, Brian and I are walking around, seeing the floor, and I'm like, I'm not gonna have much of a line, so at some point I'm gonna have some downtime. I'll go walk around and really pick through and look for stuff because I am looking for stuff for my own collections sure. as well. Of course. And we walked around, you know, and I'm looking here, looking there, not like deep, yeah. deep digging, yeah, but just paying getting an pension. idea, yeah, yeah, getting an idea, getting the lay. Of the land. land. <laughs> and I'm just like amazed by how much there is. Then we start the convention and I had constant traffic at my table. I didn't get to walk around the convention again after that. So I wow. came home with nothing. Wow. I bought nothing, but I had That's a crazy. great time there. I met awesome people. Uh, I, Know sold a bunch of stuff, took a lot of photos, kissed a lot of babies. I did an interview with this vlogger, uh, that she wanted to touch my chest hair because she loves she loves bear, bear looking men. I cannot Mm. blame her. I want to show you this. This was given to me as while I was walking around the floor before the show, before the doors open. Uh, this guy comes up to me, he's like, Joe Shoes, I I have something for you, and I'm like, Oh, okay, cool, Mm -hmm. thank you. And he goes, oh, I got one for Brian, too. I go, now this has got to be cool. And he shows me his table. And it's all like one-of-a-kind custom pieces that he makes and paints himself. And I don't know if they're like PVC or ceramic or whatever. I'm looking at the table. He hands me this box. And it says my he handwritten Joe shoes on it. And I open it up. And I'm going to show it to you right here. And it's a, a very light little PVC piece. But a custom captain joe shoes figure where he gave me like some fish legs
0: that were fish
1: socks i guess where the fish are kind of eating my legs halfway up my legs
0: it's so good bro
1: it's so cool looking
0: this is and it's
1: it's based on he made like a muscle figure of me as well so we got like this little muscle figure as well look at that and then he made it larger and, and painted it you know for that one But, like, muscles were a big thing when I was a kid. Yeah, that's a really cool thing. To see myself as a muscle figure uh, is really cool. And that was, like, what he sells. These one-of-a-kind pieces that he, you know, sculpts and paints himself. So he made this Captain Joe shoes for me. I love it. It's going to go on my shelf. I've got a couple of these things now where fans have made, like, kind of custom figures of me. And they're really... It's really humbling to see because it's—I awesome. can't believe someone took the time to actually took do their that. Time. Yeah, it's a—you exactly. know—you could have made real people instead. You made Captain Joe shoes,
0: so That's I really like awesome. that.
1: You could check out his work. He's um, Graham of Unicorn Tacos on Instagram. Okay, I'll and put Graham a thing on the like, Graham like a like a drug thing like G R A M. Oh, I thought it was like a Graham cracker. No, so it's Graham of Unicorn Tacos on Instagram if you want to see all his stuff. And I'll be posting a photo of this figure, obviously, and tagging him that way. I mean, it's very cool. And now I figure he's got the Joe shoes wearing a championship belt. So I think we need to make that part of the uh, outfit. So I'm going to need to go somewhere and win a championship belt next,
0: I think. It's been a while. It's been a while since you had some gold accessories, Joe. Yeah. I, think I don't I think, think I should have lost the
1: last one. That was a mistake. That uh, was an error, egregious error in judgment. Bunch of cheaters. That's why. It's double know. cross Those Long Islanders. Can't trust them. Thank you guys for listening to the Car Jomez Podcast. Remember to subscribe to this podcast. Leave a five-star review. Watch it on YouTube. YouTube.com slash at Car Pod. And also, like and subscribe there. All the fun stuff. Follow us on all the social media at Car Jomez. And join our Facebook group. It's free. Just search Car Jomez Podcast on Facebook. Come talk about what you're watching, what you like, what you think we should watch. Especially Gomez. As next week, we move into March Madness, baby. And Gomez,
0: tell the people what we do for March Madness now. Oh, we got a bracket. We're going to do a bracket. You have to do a bracket for March Madness. But now, what are we going to... What What kind of bracket do we do? You know, what are we going to do? So we have some choices. We're not sure exactly where we want to go. And we thought, hey, let's leave it up to our fans, right? They're good at letting us know what they want. We try to give them what they want. So let's do that here. So we're going to have a poll up on the site there. Facebook. We want to know what you guys think of these choices. We have action movies by decade. Each bracket would be a decade: eighties, nineties, two thousands, twenty tens. See, see who's got the best action. Right. We we grew up loving our eighties and nineties, but I don't know. Maybe something new might sneak in, and wh- who knows? Hmm. Keeping with the action theme, let's pit two superstars against each other. Let's do. Stallone Schwarzenegger mm, these are two of our favorites right we love these two but I mean I they're the know. brand names when it comes to the genre like like this but who who could win I mean off the top of my head I mean it's pretty close right like I don't know who I love more they both have been so important to us growing up mm-hmm. mm. maybe we do a sports bracket right because this is March Madness or we could do a bracket on each sport maybe a baseball bracket football bracket tennis not tennis beach volleyball sports you know soccer we'll figure it out you know and last but not least let's do another let's do another actor showdown this time let's do comedy we've talked about this on the on the group adam sandler versus jim carrey oh baby that's another one that's off the top of my head, I think I have a winner, but I don't yeah. Know. I, I think I have a winner too. But the fact
1: of the matter is, once you get into the brackets, anything, can happen, anything can happen.
0: That bracket could get busted on day one. Mm. So that's our idea here. So please go on to Facebook if you're not already in the group. Search called Joe Man's Pod and you'll uh you'll see us there. Join us. It's a lot of fun. We have a lot of a lot of bullshitting in there. It's a good time. So those will be up for you to vote
1: on. Basically, you guys are picking the content for the month of March. You're going to have the options. What do you want to see? And we're going to give it to you. Because if there's one thing I like, just like Jordan Knight, it's giving it to you. Love giving it to you. (laughs) So Gomez, that's where we're going. But why don't we hit some breaking news music?
0: breaking news uh, oh, baby what's breaking well what's been happening this week gomez taco bell
1: <laughs> taco bell has absolutely decided to own the news cycle for the past couple of days this
0: is i love to hear that
1: they had a whole press conference I thought it did something. (laughs) What what the fuck was going on? They basically did like their own D23 of Taco Bell, like what you can expect from us this year. That's amazing. (laughs) Certain influencers got invited to go out there, try new menu items, try items that aren't even confirmed yet or possible test items. It's, I never heard of a fast food restaurant doing this before. Or uh, certainly
0: not on this level. No, but now I I need to be invited. I mean, this is like, this should be our goal in life, Joe, is to be invited to the Taco Bell. I thought, with all
1: my food reviews, like, I have to be some kind of influencer right i don't know how many more subscribers and stuff i need so guys if you're not already subscribed go to youtube.com slash joe shoes subscribe for all my food videos i just put up a couple new coffee creamer reviews we got the eggo waffles and maple syrup coffee creamer review we have the pistachio latte coffee creamer review went up on monday uh last week we had the uh, slam dunk Oreos, space dunk Oreos. Ooh, that went I bought up.
0: those. Mm.
1: Oh, okay. Did you have you tried
0: them yet? Yes. They're good. It's all right. they're, they're good. They're, they're fun. The poppin's fun. It's cute. You know, yeah. Nothing, nothing to it. <laughs>
1: so get me to the point where Taco Bell invites me yeah, to next year's free. event. Oh, because free. listen to some of these announcements, Gomez. Gonna they're going to have an entire Cantina chicken menu all okay. different types of cantina chicken items. Healthier chicken, better quality chicken. I'm assuming like higher prices. That's the kind of stuff you're paying for. They yeah, made it right. look like Chipotle type items, like burrito Ooh. bowls and stuff like that. Okay, It all looks very appetizing. So there's going to be an entire cantina chicken menu. Along with that, we're getting Taco Bell chicken nuggets.
0: What the fuck are we doing?
1: <laughs> What now, do we do? I think this is a good idea, and I'll tell you yeah. why. It's why? not necessarily for the chicken nuggets, which could end up being terrific. Sure, I think you, with Taco Bell's menu, now you can repurpose the chicken nuggets as well into sure. other new items in the future 100%. when yeah. you already have the ingredient on hand. So yeah, they'll be chopping that shit up. Just the phrase Taco Bell chicken nuggets on its by itself does not. Enthrall me, but for what the possibilities may be going into the future, I'm like, now I'm interested because now I want to see what you come out with in a year that you're going to include
0: those chicken nuggets in. Yeah, crispy chicken, nachos, like, yeah, some shit. All right. I feel you. I got you, bro. All right. Gomez, how do you feel about Cheez Its? I fucking love a Cheez It. So how Baby. would you like a Cheese It tostada? Oh, I fucking love this idea, bro. Oh shit. Cheese it tostadas. Now,
1: what if I told you? Sure, you can have a Cheese It tostada, or you could even upgrade it to a Cheese It crunch
0: wrap. Get the fuck out of here. A cheese and crunch wrap sounds amazing, and now I want to just make Taco Tuesday and just put cheese uh, cheese it's in my fucking taco. Now I just I want it. So it looks like just the it's gonna be a flat big cheese cheese a big
1: flat cheese it. The tostada is just gonna be all the ingredients on top, and the crunch wrap obviously is gonna be the tostada wrapped in the crunch wrap.
0: This is a this is a game changer. Oh, if they start selling this like they did with the Doritos and sh- oh my oh baby, let's go! Give it to me. Are you a Baja Blast fan, Gomez? Not really. I'm not, I'm not the biggest Mountain Dew guy. I never really got into Mountain Dew. I've always liked regular Mountain Dew. I've never gotten into any of the other the flavors. Flavors of are Mountain always Dew. so weird. Yeah, I don't know. Code
1: Red true. was okay. I think Code Red it's might black. be my. Pitch Black, it's I didn't well, I wasn't into Baja Blast, well, I, I think, think is okay. Yeah, mm. I don't go to Taco Bell just to have Baja sure. Blast. I know like people do. People, do. do, people
0: love it, yeah, because it's exclusive. So I get yeah. it. But it's not my thing. KFC
1: has an exclusive Mountain Dew as well, where it's um yeah. some kind of citrusy. It's it's I don't like yeah. it.
0: Buffalo Wild Wings has one too. I know.
1: So not my thing, but if you are into Baja sure. Blast. How do you feel about a Baja Blast gelato?
0: Interesting, interesting. Ah, uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't hate it. I don't hate the idea. I don't hate the idea. It, you know,
1: small cup of gelato, Baja ba- Blast favor- flavored. So, if you like that flavor, I assume you're going to like the gelato or want the gelato. Or, this is a test item right now. They are hoping that it does well enough that maybe they can get it in stores probably toward the end of the year
0: maybe you would like a slice of baja blast pie mm. i think i'd rather have the pie than the gelato i think i think it'll work though the flavor because it's kind of like a fruity pie I, I, you know it looks weird though that's a weird looking pie like, so like from when I,
1: what i've seen the pictures of it It looks like, you know, like a pecan pie is that pie filling. Yeah. So it looks like that, but like the neon green hue (laughs) from Baja (laughs) Blast. And then it looks like it has a little whipped cream on it. So I assume it would come kind of packaged like Oreo. uh, I should say where Hershey's does their Hershey Sunday pie at Burger King or whatever. So it will come in like that singular pie slice case if they get this out, if they decide to put it out. But it is weird looking. It almost looks like gelatin in a way. Okay. I can see that. Yeah. (laughs) And Gomez, this is what I think is the main event. It's a test item right now, but I saved it for last for a reason Because because anyone with taste buds and a heartbeat has loved themselves at some point in their lives, a Choco Taco.
0: Bro, what are you telling me right now? What's happening? They are testing. Oh, my god. Holy shit. From Salt and Straw,
1: an upgraded Choco Taco 2.0 with four dipping options. What the fuck is that? Cheesecake, chocolate chili, cinnamon wild berry, or mango jalapeno. And you can dip your
0: Choco Taco into it. This sounds stupendous. I mean, I'm not I'm not looking forward to spending eight dollars on a choco taco, but that's what it sounds like. Yeah. I do want to try this
1: really bad. Like um, this dip from the person I follow who went to this event, they said the choco taco was incredible.
0: Mm, I'm telling those dipping sauces sound great. And just a fancy taco. I just, um, I miss it. I love it. I can't wait to have it back in my life. Please don't disappoint me, Taco Bell. Please. (laughs) Uh, So, Gomez, that's all I got for the news. Just one other quick thing.
1: I wanted to get to the Taco Bell stuff because it really just dominated the feed in this little realm that we cover. But also, Wendy's is having a new drop coming March 13th the orange dream sickle
0: frosty oh give it to me i uh, yep i'll do it i love it we talked about it recently right i love i yeah, do we love we're cream talking sickle. about creamsicles recently i'm not you know i don't want it all the time but if i'm in the mood for it give it to me yep i'm, I'm excited for that oh baby wendy's yes oh and i wonder i'll use my free keychain oh the best so that'll be out
1: march 13th nationwide should have no trouble finding it so that's it for the news gomez but we also had a super bowl this past week did we (laughs) taylor swift won the super bowl everybody went home happy 49ers will have to go home and shake it off
0: sorry bro (laughs) fucked up
1: but whenever we get a super bowl you and i we're football fans to an extent. You much more so than me at this point, but we're really watching for the commercials. Sure. And we had a report last week or the week before that the advertisers were going to be playing it safe with the ads this
0: year. And boy, did they ever! I'm trying to think because I'm like, oh, we got to talk about commercials. What's what's the memorable commercial? I think maybe one thing I have in my head. The rest, I can't really tell you. I have a couple. I think one that we already talked about was the
1: Paramount Plus commercial. Sure. Patrick Stewart. To me, that was still yeah. that was one still... of the best ones that aired yeah. that, that night. Yes. That was still up there for me. And I think really the two that really stood out as new ones that I hadn't seen were the Ben Affleck and Tom Brady, yeah. the... The
0: Dun Kings for Duncan that's Dunn. What I was thinking of. Yes, that's the one I was thinking of it was most memorable. Definitely
1: the other for me was the state farm with Arnold Schwarzenegger, like sure. a
0: good neighbor. Can't say neighbor, yes, sure. Of course, we love Arnold, it's cute, but again, nothing, nothing crazy. No, yes. it seemed that everyone had the same formula was
1: let's get a, a celebrity, celebrity that you will know and put them in a weird situation. We saw yes. it with so many. So like every company was doing Walken, the same Christopher Edward Walken doing the
0: voice from Aubrey yeah,
1: Plaza. Yeah. So everyone was kind of working the same formula, trying not to be offensive. One thing we got a couple of religious ads. Crazy, right? <laughs> where I want to say it was probably what five million dollars for a 30-second ad. So if you're a church. And you've got five million dollars. And now people may get offended by me saying I'll deal with it. If you've got five million dollars to spend on a 30 second Super Bowl ad, maybe just
0: maybe we should start taxing churches. Yeah, I think you can afford some taxes. Yeah, I think so. You know, pretty crazy. Everyone lost their mind because there was a a Timu commercial multiple where where maybe you get what you ordered maybe you might you know and they had multiple how the fuck did uh, you can shop like a billionaire that's what your credit card info is for that's more commercial
1: i'll tell you one of the ads that stood out to me as being absolutely horrible
0: was this snapchat ad I saw that, there was a Snapchat ad. I didn't see. I saw it like afterwards. Like, oh, there was a Snapchat? Like, what? It basically promoted all these other
1: forms of social media. And it was I showing know. you, like, Instagram, TikTok, Reels, this, that. And then at the end, it goes, less social media, more Snapchat. And it was like, what?
0: I don't even oh. understand.
1: I didn't understand. But, I'm like, what are we
0: even doing here, guys? Like, Who oh, okayed those, this? Those, those places seem fun. I want to I wanna go over yeah. there. I was like, all you did was make me want to go on TikTok. That's interesting. Wow. Okay.
1: <laughs> there was also a decent M&M's commercial with, like, people who were almost champions. So it was oh, Dan Marino. That. And then they bring in other athletes that never won a championship. And then they bring in Scarlett Johansson, who's never won an Oscar.
0: And Stuff like that. So it was it was fun. Good. I just, uh Yeah. Can't think of it. What about and even my my complaint here is, uh, why are we doing um teasers for movie trailers? Hey, come to the website after the Super Bowl to watch our movie trailer. What are we doing? Put the fucking trailers. That's, on what, the Super that's Bowl. what Twitter is for. Like, what what are we doing? Why, no, no. why even waste the money then? Just put it on Twitter. It's the same difference.
1: Yeah. But speaking of trailers, we got the new trailer for Wicked. Uh, underwhelming I would say it looks I'm
0: not necessarily running out to see Wicked anyway I've never seen the show I'm interested because I I don't know nothing about it never seen the show you know it's been a big thing in Broadway you know my complaint is that this is a two part movie and yes so this is only part one and I've heard from people that part two of the play is where things start falling apart so I'm like oh this is gonna be interesting
1: I know a couple of the songs mainly because they were on episodes of Glee back in the, the days, and yeah. I loved Glee, of course. So, you know, Defying Gravity, I think, is a banger.
0: I don't know, I mean, I, I know the uh, I know, but I don't yeah. really know the, the song, yeah.
1: <laughs> but really, we were there for the trailer to Deadpool and Wolverine, basically the third installment of the Deadpool movie series. The movie that's going to resuscitate the Marvel cinematic universe. Probably Gomez,
0: is. is it going to do that? I, I think it is because it's the only Marvel thing coming out all year. It's also a different kind of Marvel thing. It's not the same old. It's gonna be all rated, you know. So they're still doing Deadpool stuff. And I think I think we're gonna it's gonna really confuse everyone because this movie's gonna open big. It's gonna have legs and we're all gonna be wondering. So what's going on with Marvel? Is it dead? Is it not dead? I just think Deadpool is popular enough in a year where there's nothing else going on. I think Deadpool is gonna be massive. I watched the trailer. Did you watch? I know you're not a big trailer guy. I watched some of it. I like I got the hill, you know, I'm like, oh look, and I'm watching You know, it's a Deadpool movie. He's, you know, saying wacky things, showing up in wacky scenarios. It's a really well done trailer. You
1: know, it's It's a real I watch the trailer. Normally, I I, like I don't go out of my way to avoid trailers, but I don't go looking for them either. Obviously, I couldn't I wasn't just going to get up and move away from the TV. I watched the fucking trailer. Uh, It's a really well done trailer. It got me excited for it. I was going to go see this movie anyway, so it's not like I needed to be sold any more on it. Sure. But I'm
0: actually looking forward to it now. Oh, I'm excited. I'm excited to hear that, baby. Oh, baby. That's good. All right. Well, I'll definitely have that penciled in. One of the few times we'll be heading to the movie theaters this year. Uh,
1: outside of that, I really didn't watch much this week, you know, traveling back and forth to... Ohio for Toy Ohio I hope I get invited back at some point I'd love to go back and not imagine even just as a shopper you know just to uh, be able to buy stuff <laughs> even as a I'll, shopper <laughs> at one point Brian and I this is the one instance where I almost did buy something before the show we come to a table and it's an older guy at the table he goes oh you know what you guys might be interested in and he reaches into this box And he pulls out this pristine, on-card, E.T. glowing finger. Really? Okay. This is interesting. So Brian starts laughing like, who the fuck would want this? And I go, oh my God, this has been in my saved searches for years. So it's right in front of me. And it's like, perfect. The card back is still like mint and i'm going how much do you want he wants a hundred for it i should have just fucking bought it instead Mm. i hemmed i hawed, i thought about it i went back to my table i didn't get a chance to go back to that table someone (sighs) did tell me it did sell pretty much Uh, as soon as the show opened after that Oh. but I had my chance. I had it in my hands. The E.T. glowing finger. This thing, I don't know if you've ever seen it. You're going to have to put a picture up for the people watching I it on will. YouTube. I will. It basically looks like a flesh-colored dildo. <laughs> it's one of the most... Google it right now while I'm talking. It's one of the most absurd pieces of merch or a f- toy or anything that you could ever put out for something. and. It's just, I, I think it's hilarious, and I've I've wanted one for years, and it's not, like, so high up on my want list where I'm, like, willing to spend anything for it, but at that moment where it's in my hand, I should have just bought it.
0: Bro, this thing is hilarious looking, <laughs> bro. Bro, <laughs> this thing, it's... Oh, I get what they're trying to do, but, bro. That thing is ribbed for her pleasure, and that is just like.
1: (laughs) And think about how popular ET was. So when the ET merch starts hitting stores, people are obviously buying this, and anyone with a heartbeat is thinking, "I have to put this inside my lady friend."
0: And then, of course, they gotta see if it glows while it's inside. Yes, if you can see it from her tummy.
1: Of course. So Brian is like amazed that not only do I know what it is, but that I want this and that it's on my searches. He cannot believe it. And then he looks at the guy selling it and he goes, Hey, when you said, I think I have something you guys will be interested in. Why did you think we would be interested in that? You just saw a fat guy in a captain's hat and said, that looks like the type of guy who would want this. Was he wrong? He wasn't <laughs> wrong. That's my uh, like. That's a. I'm really regretting that today. Like I should have just
0: bought it. I'm upset. I didn't know about that. I would have yelled at you. Yes, you should have bought that, bro. What the hell?
1: Unbelievable. Uh, but otherwise, I really didn't get to watch anything outside of our movie. What about you this week? What else did you get into?
0: I got something we could talk about because uh, I took your advice. I hopped onto the Netflix and I watched a little documentary about a little a little pop song from 1985, baby. It's a good year. Ooh, it's a good year. Yeah, I listened to uh, the greatest night in pop. Listen to I watched the greatest night in pop about we all the world, and uh, I fucking loved it. Uh, I'm, you know, I grew up in that time. I'm a baby, so like it's always been a thing, but I've never like. Not that I never cared about it, but I never went searching about it. Well, that's finding the thing about when, it. You know, when the stone comes out, you're
1: two, I'm four, you know, like yeah. in that area. I mean, yeah. So by the time we're able to recognize music, it's just already a thing and it's been out it's been for a thing couple of years
0: forever. Yeah. The
1: starving children in Africa is He's just like that something your grandmother says every so day. The understanding of what that is or what it means yeah. to get that many big-time celebrities together in one place at one time to record one track is yeah. really lost on us just because we were too young to really comprehend yeah. what it meant in the moment. 100%. But then, like watching it
0: now, and you're just like, Oh this fuck. is amazing. Like, yeah, like how like, this is crazy is this how happening? they fucking pulled this off. Like these are stars, and how it's just like, Oh, we called this one and this one's doing it, so this one wants to do it, and boom, boom, boom. Still don't understand the Dan Aykroyd thing, other than I just wanted Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess maybe because. They said that when they were talking about how they wanted people from all different genres to try to get a little bit of everything. So maybe they wanted that young, hip comedy kind of thing that he would well, promote. At that point, Ghostbusters
1: something. is red hot. you know. That's just a, a year after Ghostbusters. But Aykroyd's also well known for Blues Brothers Blues on Brothers SNL right and, and everything that he did there. So
0: Aykroyd is a star, a legitimate star at sure. that point. So that was interesting. And then, like I said, just the way they pulled it off, how they did it on the night of a fucking award show. Amazing. Had everyone in the room, the stuff with Prince. Is he coming? Not coming. I I fucking loved it. You know, I knew nothing about it. So this was all like, oh, this is, oh, wow. Really? Oh, like I was just, this is, it was a great, great, great time. And the fact that it's not just new footage, you know what I mean? Like it's,
1: they have all this footage from recording, the quote-unquote music video
0: that came yes, out we're not I, just I, watching we're not just watching people talk about it. we're actually watching it happen. and we're not we're, we're not lionel just Ritchie. watching
1: like uh yeah. remake footage with people like in the shadow like dark side yeah. of the ring or mystery no. series stuff and then they br- the amount of people that they got in to do new interviews and talk about it like lionel richie sis uh huey lewis cindy law like they brought Those people are big stars, and they're like such a big part of it. And the fact that they were able to get them to come back and do interviews on this—these are like the real people behind it. It's not just, oh, here's the the best boy that held the, you know, that ran the wire that you know who remembered being in the room that night.
0: Oh, so fun! Great, great stuff. Uh, You think they kicked themselves? They didn't get Madonna. They said, let's get Cindy Lauper. Instead of Madonna, damn, that would have been. I know at Cindy Lowe, point, but like, ooh, Madonna was like on that come up, and they were like, mm. at that point, Madonna would have been a star though,
1: right? I think in she's like five to me. I think she's in like, my head she's already there, but yes. it's and it, it's, it, it, it's yes. almost like the back and forth. Like Cindy may have just had a more recent album, yeah. so now like Cindy's kind of ahead of her for the time being.
0: Yes, I don't know because that's like when you look at all the people there and you think of the time like that's pretty much like you got a lot of the, the main people there like that's that's who needed to be in oh, there was room there a like feud
1: that. between Cindy and Madonna that would have necessitated only one of them being in the room at that time
0: no I think just the way they had said it is they didn't want that same kind of uh not that they're similar but that same uh, I guess, young girl kind of vibing mm-hmm. uh, thing. They didn't want to have the same. It was too redundant. Because like I said, they were trying to reach everything. because so They mm-hmm. wanted this to be the biggest song. You know, like that. How
1: much did you love the like When Cindy and Huey Lewis are doing like their part together, is just Steve Perry sitting behind them, like watching, like a like a college professor, yeah, and then giving them pointers. Like it was that kind of stuff. When you get those people who are at such a high level of their profession all around each other, I love to watch them interact with each other. Like, what are they saying to each other? What are they asking each other? How you know? Are they is anyone intimidated to be around anyone else? Like that stuff is really yeah. where I'm interested. Like to us, they're basically all on the same level, right? They're all sure, celebrities, but they're not, yeah. But they're the not, people and still it, look up to people, yeah. And especially in their minds, I'm sure there's a pecking order. Of course. Oh, why yeah. does this guy have a solo and I don't? Why is this guy standing next to that person when I should be standing next to that person? Yeah. so I'm sure that's a thing. And 100%. yet they they all seem to kind of put it aside for a night and just kind of. Outside of Sheila E, who got sick of feeling used,
0: which I, mean, I don't even blame on, her for. 100%. percent they both, I get, they want to, you know, she's good enough. She could be in there. She's she's hot at the moment. You know, it makes sense. But then also, you know, hey, maybe if Prince comes, like, I get it. I get it. And then I get her being like, fuck you, bro. You just want Prince, you jerks. But you see how they need to fight her to stay. They're like, "Yeah, all right, I guess if you want to leave, all right. But what they say, Waylon Jennings was there, and
1: yes, he left. He (laughs) just with it felt like almost no time. He just had it, and he was like, "Fuck this, I'm out of here," and just got up and left, and that was it. That's
0: it. Hey, it's not for everybody. Not
1: for everyone.
0: It's a tough business on families. Yes, so definitely, definitely check this out if you're at all interested in in music history. Just it's you know it's a very important moment in, in. pop music history, something that you know, we don't get shit like that. You know, we get imagine on Zoom with fucking uh Wonder Woman. Like you know, we don't get <laughs> we, we don't get shit like that. Like so you know, this is it's pretty amazing.
1: No, it's it really is when you think about it almost miraculous that they were able to pull off what they did with the amount of people that they had for it. And to get those yeah. people to even agree to it in the first
0: place. On, these people, you know, they make these Avenger movies these people aren't in the same room with each other. You know, these people yeah. don't interact like, you know what I mean? Like just thinking of that a movie with 10 people, it's like, oh, this one's got this schedule, this, this, that. Everything's a green screen. You know, yeah, we watch shows where like, did they talk to each other at all? <laughs> you know,
1: especially when people are just doing voiceover work and they're like, oh, yeah. what was
0: it like to read with this person? They're like, oh, we were never even in the same room together. Which is it's crazy. Like, How oh, do you not bounce off? Like that's so that's part of acting, bouncing off of someone. You don't know what kind of performance this person's given. <laughs> Even I was just watching,
1: I think I was on TikTok, and this video with Matt Damon came up. I think it was Matt Damon, and he's talking about doing a movie with Jack Nicholson. And he's like, uh Jack is like telling Damon, hey, don't stop when you do your lines i'm just gonna bounce some stuff off that way at the end of it the director has a whole bunch of options or you know the editor has a whole bunch of options what's the way he wants to go and he was playing the band i want to say it was some kind of scorsese movie or something and oh, uh, i think it was the departed actually and jack was like this villainous guy so he wanted to play it more and more sinister and so he just keeps adding on lines and you know he's like you know, and then the camera's gonna stop. Um, he's like, and then the line stops, but then I'll keep going, and I'll and he just keeps adding on more and more bits to it, where it just makes him more of a horrible human being. And when you get to the end, it's like Jack Nicholson has pushed the limits of is this even acceptable for an R-rated movie? (laughs) And the way Damon tells it, he does the voice really good too. So he's just adding on and on. But it's that kind of stuff where they're in the same room, they're on the same set, they're filming together, and he's able to do this, and he's not adding anything to the budget. He's not adding anything to any... He's just adding options for the filmmakers to have and directions they want to go with this. And it was like a really... Every now and then you come across like these really cool bits of uh interviews or whatever when you're scrolling through
0: your social media, and this was one of them where I was like, Fuck, that is really awesome. I was just telling uh just telling Kellyanne the other day how you know I miss buying a DVD and having you know that behind the scenes footage commentary, the the director's commentary because I signed up for one of these uh streaming services and they actually had some of the movies had audio commentary. Really? options and i was like oh this is fucking awesome i said oh I'm, I'm gonna love it on here because i miss this i miss watching a movie and then watching it again and having them explain how they did things watching the behind the scenes feature like i used to love getting dvds oh this one's got four disc oh shit there's a fucking three hour making of i love that shit i love movies i want to see how they make it and I miss that. Every once in a while, you come across something on Twitter of an interview or something, and you get something like that. And I go, damn, that's that's what I miss. I love that shit.
1: And speaking of movies we love, Gomez, we did watch one to continue Romance Month over here at the Car Jomez Podcast. This yes, is the 2004 film, The Notebook. Oh, baby,
0: I'm excited for this.
1: And it stars Ryan Gosling and Rachel McAdams as our main characters. Film runs about two hours and three minutes. A runaway hit in theaters. It had a $29 million budget. Did 81 and change domestically. Worldwide total, $118.2 million. So obviously a smash hit. And I've never seen this movie before this week. But I do have a story that includes you. And you don't remember this because I brought it up to I you know. and you said you don't remember
0: I don't why know. we would have a
1: story about The Notebook.
0: <laughs> Here we go.
1: Back in 2004. 2004 was a good year for movies, by the way. Because we I had young Girls. We had Anchorman. We had Dodgeball. And then we had a little movie called Harold and, Harold Kumar, and Kumar Go to I White
0: Castle. I remember now. I remember.
1: Gomez, me, and some of our friends were going to a special sneak preview of Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. So we all meet up one evening. We're in the city in Manhattan, and we go to the movie theater, and we're waiting outside for whatever movie is showing to let out before we're allowed in to go watch this preview of Harold and Kumar. And we're out there. I think I'm the oldest at that point, and I think I was 22, so as people are filing out of the theater every single one of them looks like they just watched their dog die every single one of them red eyes dripping with tears some holding tissues like just absolutely looks like they just came from a funeral it looked like a funeral just let out and we're standing right outside the door making dick and fart jokes because that's what we do and that's <laughs> what we were there for well, that's what we're there for. <laughs> what movie did those people come out of gomez
0: the notebook <laughs> <I know. laughs> oh my goodness bro i watched this alone this week Uh, my wife, she's like, I I don't know if I want to, it's such a sad movie. And then we started talking about it and just talking about what the movie's about. She started tearing up and started getting emotional. Like I can't, that movie is too much. And we just, Oh, what a picture here. I can't wait. I've never seen it before this week. What about you? You've seen it before then? Yes, of course we had to, but you know, when you, when you do love month, you know, I do that every once in a while, I try to catch up on these things. Plus I have a wife. Who loves these type of movies you know you got to watch it once in a while so yeah i have seen the notebook a few times so this is based on the novel by nicholas sparks in the
1: year 2004 this came in domestically as the number 32 highest grossing movie domestically it was behind spongebob squarepants the movie and it was ahead of alien versus predator fucking movie, bro. Jesus. Do you God. know what was number 1 in 2004 Gomez? 2004.
0: Let me think. Um, a Harry Potter movie. Harry Potter. And there is a the Harry scene, Potter I, I think know. was in the top 5 but not number 1. I, mean, I don't know. What would it be? Number 1 was Shrek 2. Oh, fucking Shrek's a monster. Yeah, okay. 441.4
1: <laughs> million
0: domestically. <laughs> Fucking that's so insane, bro. Wow, fucking strike.
1: So critics are kind of split on this movie. IMDB gives it a 7.8. To me, that's Uh a great
0: score. That is a great score.
1: The Rotten Tomatoes score, however, Mm. the critic score, 54%
0: fresh. Oh wow, that's that's that 54 is fresh. Okay, that's pretty that's pretty low. What I was thinking. I, because
1: even though I'd never seen the movie, I've heard enough yeah, about, about it and yeah. know enough people who talk about it, know enough people, how this affected them, where I'm like, this movie obviously has a lot of things going for it. So 54% to yeah. me seemed very low. Yeah. But then I look at the audience score on Rotten Tomatoes, and this may be the biggest discrepancy I've seen since we started tracking these things. Oh, man. The audience score on Rotten Tomatoes is an 85% fresh. So an It'll increase of 31% from That's the audience to the critics. So mm. according to IMDB, this movie is about an elderly man who reads to a woman with dementia, the story of two young lovers whose romance is threatened by the difference in their respective social
0: classes. it's interesting because... I didn't know they would promote it like that about the wraparound story, you know, because Mm -hmm. when you watch on HBO max, the plot summary is in the 1940s, teenage debutante Allie and local boy Noah spend one passionate, carefree summer together and fall deeply in love. But when the summer ends, war and duty separate the young couple. Straightforward. Nothing but else. that's not a, to me that's not a good description of the, what actually happens in the movie because it's not the war that separates them. No, it's not. I know that's what so, I mean. So it's very interesting how they promote in the movie here. Yeah, well, I think the IMDb
1: description is an actual really good synopsis of the full encapsulation of the movie. The HBO one, I would have went in there expecting a different
0: type of movie, even on Letterboxd. Uh, they mention. The uh, old man and stuff, but once again they bring up separated by World War II, so they're making it seem like that's the only reason that they were apart. Interesting. Interesting. So, at the beginning of this movie, we're in
1: a nursing home, a hospice center, where this gentleman, Duke, comes in to read to this older woman who has dementia, and you could see early on she has dementia, and he's just there to read to her, and you kind of don't think anything of it And Mm -hmm. then he starts telling her the story and we're transported back in time to now watching it take place in front of our eyes. And we meet Allie, the the young debutante, Debutante. uh, who is Rachel McAdams (laughs) in Savannah, Georgia. (laughs) Uh, This is not Savannah, Georgia, by the way. This is in South Carolina. Uh, Charleston, South Carolina.
0: It's all the same.
1: (laughs) Turns out she's from a very well-to-do
0: family. Yes. And Noah...
1: As played by Ryan Gosling, is not like a bad kid by any means, but he's street rat,
0: bro. Piece of shit.
1: But he has a job. He goes to work at the lumber mill or whatever. That's not. That's not a proper job. That's not a respectable job.
0: He only makes (laughs) like forty cents an hour. Forty cents, and they're like, (gasps) "Fucking
1: gas!" So her family does not approve at all, and yet she, you know, she's planning to go to school, and she's not going to be there anymore. So there's no purpose and even keeping their relationship going and eventually like he gets fired up from her dad talking shit about him and he ends up leaving and she ends up leaving family runs out of town as you know under the cloak of darkness that way they can get her away (laughs) from him as fast as they can and he spends the next year in absolute misery because his alley has left him And he writes a letter every day to her. And she never gets them because her mother's waiting by the mailbox every day to
0: intercept those letters. Like an evil witch. Unbelievable, bro. That's a lot of fucking mail to be hiding, bro. (laughs) And now,
1: in this time, seven years go by. Noah does never move on from Ali in his mind. Sure, he may be out you know, out there drilling some other local townies, but still Allie
0: is number one for him. am I wrong? You, 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 what am no, I supposed to no, say? No, yes. Listen, he's still you know, he's still going out doing his thing, but it just it doesn't equal doesn't equal to Ali. It's not the no, same. Nothing will ever live up to Ali
1: in his mind. In fact, once he comes back from the war and he gets the GI Bill And his dad sells the house that they were living in and gives the money to Noah so he could buy his dream house, which was this old, decrepit, run-down house on the edge of town that he always dreamed of buying with Allie. And he rebuilds it in the manner that she told him she would like to see it decorate. The white paint, the blue shutters, the way uh, she would want the floor because he used to bring her there on their date night, so they could get it in in peace away from their families. Of course. And eventually, this gets into the paper over what this beautiful house that this guy has built. Yeah. And in this time, we're talking about seven years have lapsed now, but since Allie and Noah have gone their separate ways, Allie's met another guy, Lon Hammond, who's played mm. by James Marsden, who we know from Cyclops, in jury the x-men duty. movies we know from jury duty <laughs> we know from the sonic the hedgehog movies yes it's a great we love james Mars. he's great he's very good but you know he doesn't have like the panache of like no. the other charming guys out there yeah. you know all the chrises and
0: whatever yeah but james marsden is a handsome son of a bitch he's handsome he's got that charm i love he just got a great I, smile Yes, that smile, that laugh he's just it's good. James Malls is a good guy. No, the smile, it's like it's inviting yet mischievous at the same time. Yes, he played uh right, he plays like a prince in one of those one of those movies, and what of a, he's a oh, perfect he could be prince, a prince, right? Yeah, he's a good great prince. prince. Great, great prince. prince.
1: <laughs> so and he becomes engaged to Ali. And he's not even a bad guy. It's not like he treats her badly. It's not like he yells at her or abuses her in any way. He's a stand-up good guy. Yet the second she sees Noah in this newspaper in front of that house, she can't help but have to go back to South Carolina and see him one more time. And what happens? Those fireworks ignite immediately.
0: Instant.
1: Instant. Instant. And she says, you know what? I can't do this. I can't go back to Lon Hammond. And she ends up staying with Noah. And their love story unfolds. Now, there are some... Sure. Some, uh, what yes. would you call them?
0: Yeah. Some stumbling some, blocks along the way. some obstacles along the way. Yes, of course. But
1: that's the most part. And then as we go back to our older people, you know, in the future... The woman starts coming out of her dementia fog for a little bit. And she goes, I think I've heard this story before. I think I'm in it. Turns out this is Noah and Allie as older people. And Allie is suffering from dementia. And Noah is now in the old, old folks home with her. And every day he wakes up and reads from the notebook to her. Because she had written out their love story and said on the opening page, she like inscribes it to Noah, Noah, um, no matter where I am, if you read this, I'll come back to you. So he looks at that and says, as long as he reads her, this story, it hopefully will jog her memory and bring her out of the dementia. And the doctor keeps saying, it's not gonna help, but yet she has these brief periods where she does come out of it, and she's old Allie again. She remembers him and remembers their lives, and mm. it is one of the most heartbreaking things I have it is. ever seen
0: it is in so my sad, life, bro. And she doesn't remember. Yeah, it's pretty. It's There's one scene rough. in
1: particular where she comes out of it, and he's so excited and it lasts for i don't know like a genuine two minutes before it seeps back in and she forgets who he is what they were doing she starts screaming because she's scared of this strange
0: man who is this person in here yeah it is rough heartbreaking it is that's that's the scene bro that's that's the scene
1: i could not and i'm sitting here on the couch watching this movie knowing I got to wake up at 4.30 a.m. the next day to get on a plane to go to Toy Hio. <laughs> and I am fucking balling, bro. SpongeBob tears. Gomez, put up a fucking video of SpongeBob tears right now. I'm sitting here alone by myself, balling because I I genuinely love love. And this is absolutely emotionally gut-wrenching.
0: It's heartbreaking, bro. It's
1: so rough. I can't believe I cared so much. I think both performers are excellent in this movie, Gosling and McAdam. So I great. I think they do a great job. And I think the older people, it's Gina Roland who plays the older Allie, and um, James Garner, who plays mm-hmm. older Noah. And I wasn't picking up, like, this is supposed to be Noah and Allie at first. Yes. And then, like, there's, like, they're a reveal. And I was, yeah. like, oh, my God. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. It wrecked me. It wrecked me. And at one point, their kids come to visit. Yes. And Ali has no idea who they are. So she's just, like, oh, it's very nice to meet you. And he's, like, and they're telling him dad you can come home like we need you at home and he's like i'm not leaving your mother this is where i'm supposed to be and i'm just like my fucking god man jesus christ spongebob tears for like the last hour of this movie i did not stop (laughs) bawling my eyes out oh by the end of the by the time we're like halfway through the number one you watch a movie on streaming. You, you once the credits hit, you hit the back button or whatever. I'm so such a mess. I the credits are just rolling. The sad music is playing, and I just <laughs> sit there like trying to mop up my tears, wondering if I'm dehydrated now because of how much fluid I've lost through my my fucking tear ducts during the two hours and three minutes of this movie. I, am I even healthy? And now I'm such an emotional mess. I can't even go to sleep. I slept like an hour and a half that night. It took me two more hours to even be able to fall asleep after this. What a fucking pulling on the emotional heartstrings that this movie
0: was. Oh, that's That's what it is. It's such a... It's such a great love story seeing these people fall in love and they're just young and just so full of it. And you're just like, oh, these these kids, they're going to make it. And they go through their troubles and they get back together. And then for it to just end that way, it's very it's very realistic. You know, it's a very real thing. It reminded me of my own
1: parents for what my dad was going through yes. and he never got to the point where he was full on dementia but he was diagnosed he with early moments. onset yeah. dementia for yeah. years Um, that he was dealing with it and he never full on forgot like yeah. who my mom was or who I was or anything but he certainly had memory lapses and my yeah, mom so would confused. just yeah. sit there because that's where I'm supposed to be and then when my dad died my mom basically was like I don't know what else to do. So she would sit in the chair that she would sit in next to my dad's bed and kind of just wait it out. And that's realistically what it comes down to is for 10 months, she just waited to go see my dad again. So this movie hit me on that level, hit me on the regular emotional romance level, and I'm sitting there going...
0: (laughs) Just a mess.
1: I was a fucking wreck. And then I'm sitting there going... This is fucking beautiful. I love that these people had what they had. I love Ali and Noah. I miss my parents, and this is something I'll probably never have in my life. And I feel uh, like oh, I Jesus. Like, oh, like, I want this. Like I want that. I want someone to of fucking course. read to me. I would write a notebook. I got plenty of notes.
0: <laughs> oh baby, oh. still time, baby.
1: No, because I'm, cause I'm old and.
0: God, Old I'm, love is still love. Old love is still love, bro. No, Love is love, no matter when All you All I get have it.
1: left is hot Floridian sex.
0: God bless. So a couple things I learned about this movie
1: after looking into it. Ryan Gosling was like the guy they wanted once sure. the director was in place. The director, uh, uh, actually, was Nick Cassavetes. Yes. And his mom... Is actually Gina Rowland who played older Allie. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. So, when they show the pictures, like of the throughout the year pictures of Allie and Noah as they got older, it's actually Gina Rowland and her husband. And they like kind of digitally altered the photos to put James sure, Garner's face on James them. Garner. But it's actually okay. uh, her and cool. her husband throughout the years, who's the father of obviously the director Nick Casavetes. But Very when cool. he took over uh, this job, because it had bounced around, the script had bounced around for a couple of years with different people being attached to it. At one point, Steven Spielberg wanted to direct this, and he wanted Tom Cruise, which seems odd to me because even at that point in, like, 96, where he would have had the script on his desk, like, Cruise would have been too old to be the Noah Way character. Too old. To
0: Way too old.
1: And some of these people that weren't, George Clooney at one point, and it's like, what do we Ashley Judd,
0: who I think is good, but it's like they're t- too old. Like yeah. this is supposed to be about like young love. A young, like, it's supposed to be a little young love, and yeah, no,
1: I don't like that. Um, and then as time went on and the script bounced around a little bit, Justin Timberlake becomes attached to this, and then ends up either dropping out yeah. or being moved on, and the next choice behind Ryan Gosling, if they wouldn't have gotten Gosling would have been Hayden Christensen, who we all know as oh, Anakin Skywalker. I killed them all, Padme. <sighs> Even the
0: younglings. How did that... That's just... This is... That's right after those prequel. Like, this is... Wow. I can't imagine you give him that vehicle like that. Wow. And at some point, I
1: the list of names of female actresses who auditioned for the role of Ali... Seems like a who's who. I sure. mean, you have um, holy shit. I just blanked on her name, uh, but Legally Blonde, uh, Reese Witherspoon, Reese Witherspoon. Like, there's all all these names of any girl who was possibly popular at the time. Is Jessica Beale is on this list? There's a ton of people. You know who was the second choice behind Rachel McAdams,
0: though? Interesting. Here we
1: go. I'm interested. Britney Spears. Oh, that's so
0: weird. I just. No so way. weird.
1: Because like, the movie she had done was that Crossroads film. Yeah. It and wasn't what good. What made you think No one had roll. anything good to say about the movie or her performance in the movie. So to put someone who's not like a real actor in this role seems like a real wide swing and a miss. Interesting. Uh, But Gosling prepared for this movie by moving himself to Charleston, South Carolina for two months before filming. And he would row across the river every morning. And then he would build furniture during the day to kind of get in the headspace for like what kind of guy this he, he would be. The Noah character would be.
0: That's so fun.
1: And originally, upon meeting Gosling and McAdams, couldn't stand each other.
0: Hysterical, really, <laughs>
1: to the point where he was trying to get her fired from the movie. How could how could anyone not love this girl? What, what are we doing? <laughs> they did not get along. Finally, the director has to like pull them into a room and have like the festivus airing yeah, of the grievances. Shut the
0: fuck up. Let's go. Like,
1: get it all out. Lay it out on the table we're going to fucking work tomorrow. So get everything out. So they have this venting session. They go back to work. They start getting along a lot better. And then they even end up dating for a period after the yeah, conclusion that's of this mad. movie. Yeah, <laughs>
0: it's so funny.
1: So <laughs> the footage of Britney Spears auditioning for the role of Ali actually went up on eBay for a million dollars in May of 2021. What the fuck? That's so wild. it's out there. Uh, won the best kiss at the 2005 MTV Movie Awards, obviously, for that kiss iconic scene. What do you want? The kiss in the rain. What do you want? It's a great, great scene. And Gomez talking about how much he misses DVDs. This is an abundant DVD because it sold oh. over 11 million copies. Wow.
0: Crazy. A lot of DVDs. That is a lot of DVDs. That's like... uh See that clip of Matt Damon on Hot Ones about, <laughs> talking about how, you know, once DVDs kind of went away, that kind of ruined the industry because that was, look at that, 11 million. Like that's a lot that's of money income that yeah. is now left gone. gone. Yeah. That's disappeared. Money that, you know, they counted on. Like, oh, we'll make it up in the back end. You know, we were close, but that DVD sales will push us over. But yet the DVD money was actually like found money too because
1: there wasn't that kind of market for home movies in that abundance before yeah, DVD it never was problem. or
0: before it just became it a was, boom
1: it was certain movies would come out on home video it would be like the big blockbuster hits oh get batman get the ninja turtles you know kids movies especially were big on VHS but for the most part You were going to a video store. You were renting them. So video stores were buying a lot of movies. And then once they would get tired of all their copies, maybe you buy them in a discount bin as the video store is trying to clear them out. But as far as home video libraries, DVDs is a very short period of time that just became a boom for the entire industry, especially the television industry, where you weren't getting... All of these shows in reruns. Now, all of a sudden, you could basically watch any show from any time period whenever you wanted. The Dukes a Hazard. I loved it when I was three. It was the theme to my third birthday party. And yet, I still felt like I needed to buy it on DVD. Did you,
0: say, Did you need the complete series? I,
1: no. no, I didn't. <laughs> no. Because I put it on. I go, holy shit, this fucking sucks. So I watched it. <laughs> Once, if even I got through it the one time, and then it went on a shelf and sat there until I sold it for forty cents at some place willing to take it.
0: So funny! It's true though. We just we bought everything, bought everything and anything. Why? Why not? I like this movie. I'm gonna watch it one day. You know, and Gomez and and I have spoken about this before. But Tuesdays, you
1: would get the Best Buy circular on Sunday with your newspaper. You'd look at yeah, what's coming out on DVD, and then you'd show up on Tuesday and get your media, because Tuesday was new media day. New DVDs, new CDs, new uh, video games, whatever you wanted came out on a Tuesday, and you would flock to go get it. And not yeah, no, there's no. a lot of money being left on the table right now, but I mean, I love not having to get out of my
0: house to go watch a movie now i do i do and i don't you know i still enjoy it but you know i'm not gonna lie i do love just you know we're done with the podcast let me put on a movie right now i don't gotta put on pants you know how many times i go after the podcast i think i'm gonna run to the movies and catch something and i'm like you know what i don't i'm I'm not going out i just i'm not going out it's fucking eight nine o'clock i'm done like forget it
1: you know even the other day i was watching a video on youtube i got up to grab something out of the kitchen as the video ended It just auto-played into whatever it selected for me. And I told you YouTube has all these movies now. So it just auto-selected The Longest Yard with Adam Sandler, which is a movie I've never watched, like, start to finish. I've only seen in bits and pieces. Okay. Like, when it was on cable or whatever.
0: It's on cable a lot, This
1: is the first time I'm actually sitting here watching this movie, and then it was just on. So I'm like, well, it's got Sandler. It's got Chris Rock. It's got Terry Crews and Goldberg and Kevin Nash and Stone Cold Steve Austin and uh, why the great
0: Khali is here. You know what? I'm going to watch it. And I sat down and watched the whole fucking movie. That was me the other day after the WWE WrestleMania press conference. I walked away. I come back. The Dark Knight's playing. I'm like, all right i will just watch this one scene and i watch the one scene that i look away and then the joke is back on and i'm watching again and i'm like all oh, right i'll turn this off in a minute and then i want and i just i watched all fucking two and a half hours of the dark Knight because it just oh, it was there and you know we're gonna get to this wrestlemania press conference in a
1: second but gomez let's hit some music first sure Are you our man? Man. A double main man. Are you our main man? A triple main man. A main man, man. A quadruple main man. Are you our man? Are you our man?
0: Oh, I'm excited. I'm excited to hear about this. 2004's classic, The Notebook. Joe. Where does this fall on your main man standings? So, like I was saying, critically, it's a very
1: divisive movie. And I really don't understand why. Sometimes I think critics like to shit on things just for the sake of shitting on them. It's this movie makes you feel things. And at the end of the day, with any kind of form of art, that's really what you want, right? You want yes. people to feel things from what you're putting out there. And this movie really fucking got me, man. I was a mess by the end of it. And I was a mess because I was attached to these characters and I gave a shit. I was buying what they were selling. And sure, you want to point out that maybe the script is a little light. It's a little thin. Who gives a shit? It's wonderfully portrayed by all the people in here. You get the little bit of the period piece. So I understand people don't like that kind of stuff every now and then. For me, it works just fine. For me, it's all about the relationships. And they all hit on all cylinders. I think this movie is really, really good. And like I said, it was an absolute mess. And it did. I, I sat there going, I, this is something I'm probably never going to have in my lifetime. And I felt really bad about that. It was nice to feel something. I like sure. feeling things. I like when my movies make me feel that level of attachment to them. So I'm going to give it a triple and a half main man. I think this movie's really, really good.
0: Yeah, I'm there with you. I'm going to give it the four. I'm going to give it the, the nice full number there. A nice four. The movie's great. If you're looking, you're looking to feel this, this, your movie, you're going to feel all the things. You're going to feel so everything. happy. So sad, you're gonna be so angry at the mother. You're just you're gonna be all over the place. And it's it's a great movie. It is good. I'm so happy. Look at this love month. Oh baby, what a great movie to watch during love month. That's boom. Oh, so Coles, why we we do have it. one more week of love month to go. Well, see now here's the thing, Joe. We got one more week of love month, but we also have a new release movie in the movie theater, Joe, that maybe, I don't know, maybe we should see, I don't know. Maybe we should, because I don't know if we're going to be able to top this notebook. (laughs) Well, but here's the thing. Uh, Let's see. The new release movie, Joe, is Madam Web. Now, (laughs) maybe we should just watch another movie. So. I understand. Maybe we don't want to rush to the theater to see Madam Web. So how about we do this? I came up with this idea. Tell tell me if you, you like what I'm throwing out here, Joe. All right? Madam Web is out this week. Stars my double main man, Dakota Johnson. Okay? How about we watch a Dakota Johnson movie, but we watch one that we could sit in our homes and watch. Maybe we put on HBO Max. We do a little search. And we pump in Fifty Shades of Grey, Joe. How about we end our love month with something just as important as love, right? In a relationship, you need some love, but you need some of that physical chemistry, right? You got you to gotta get down there. So how about we do that, Joe? Let's watch some Fifty Shades of Grey. How's that sound? I'm with I've never seen
1: Fifty Shades of Grey um, but I remember when the book was all the this rage. This was a thing.
0: This was a thing. This was a
1: huge thing for like yes. that whole year, it felt like. And honestly, it felt like a bunch of middle aged people who had never really had sex outside of the missionary position before. So I'm interested to see if it's as scandalous as it's supposed to be or as people think it is.
0: Yes. There are three movies in this series. You do not I'm have not to watching, watch watching three, of course. Do not. Just watch the first one. It's on HBO Max. Uh, I forget the runtime. I want to say it's around two hours, but it's not It's not like two and a half, three hours. It's not like that. Mm-hmm. Um, very interested to talk about this movie with you, Joe. Very okay, interested. So I'm I think, looking forward to that.
1: That'll be for next week. I do want to touch on the WrestleMania press conference. Sure, real
0: fast. Let's get into Uh, it.
1: So the WWE is pivoting because The Rock is getting booed everywhere.
0: Yes, they come out for that.
1: Cody said, "You know what? I've thought about it, and I'm I'm not going to pass up my shot. I want Roman Reigns." And then they proceeded to make fun of each other's family. The Rock has a problem with Cody talking about. His family yet it's okay for Roman Reigns to work talk to all Kobe's day dad. <laughs> all day. Um, and then they try to do this work shoot thing where it looks like so Roman Reigns cool. is subservient to the rock, and Seth Rollins is just kind of glad to be hanging out with the guys. <laughs> Honestly, uh, I think they need to pivot again. Oh no, what 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 do you what are you thinking here? Because this has become such a big thing for the fans. And you're going into a town like Philadelphia for WrestleMania. Oh, yes, bro.
0: I bet you that had something to do with it.
1: The heat at this point is not for Cody winning the belt. The audience is not here for Cody versus Roman at this point. I really don't think so. The match you have to have now, because the heat is where this is, is Cody versus The Rock, and I don't want to hear about, oh, they could do this on night one and this on night two. No, that just minimizes I hate that. I don't like those appearances. It. I don't like that. I don't want that at all. When you have to make multiple appearances like that in a two-night event, I, I just don't like it. There's Cody enough people you don't versus know. The Rock. And this is an easy sell to me because I Cody's like still getting his story. He just needs to add in an extra chapter before he can finish it. Yes. The story doesn't fun. have to be WrestleMania. He just has to win that belt. That's the story. Correct. And now what you can do is you have Roman face Drew or whoever, which will be a good match. And Roman can win, and it doesn't hurt anyone. And then he could go on and pass Hogan. And we got to stop saying Hogan's record. Hogan doesn't have a record. Hogan's like number fucking four on this list. Yes. So there's no record here. Yes. It's just But Hogan's- he can go on and pass record. Hogan. And then lose to Cody at SummerSlam. But what you get out of this is Cody versus The Rock, and Cody has to go over. Now you put the notch on Cody that he even beat The Rock at
0: WrestleMania, which I like it. it's a 50 year old Rock, but he's still the fucking Rock. Yes, listen, no matter what, The Rock is the main event. If it's gonna be Rock and Roman or Rock and Cody, The Rock needs to be in that main event. I mean, Listen, we I I don't love Cody, but yeah, you know, everyone loves Cody, whatever. But at the end of the day, let's not be silly here. Roman Reigns versus The Rock, that's a generational WrestleMania moment. Like that's that's a match you can't turn down. You cannot turn down doing I that. honestly think you have to
1: turn it down now because I think the base is so fired up about what's well, going on that it's it's become team Cody, team rock, and now you need to use that dynamic to your advantage. And yes. Roman versus The Rock is the family. It's the bloodline. It's, it's the two hyper, you know, possibly rushmores of their respective times against each other. But Cody's the guy right now, and especially if The Rock wants to keep doing this heel stuff, why, why are you gonna have him go against Roman? Roman's not going to be the baby. Now it doesn't make sense. Yeah,
0: exactly. It doesn't make sense now. But if they're going to do this tag match, is how it seems like. They put out like a little tease. What a
1: waste. I don't know. What a waste. Is that going to be an
0: elimination chamber thing people are saying?
1: I really. I can't see The Rock wanting to get on a fucking plane to go to Australia
0: and wrestle at 3 o'clock in the morning. That's the thing. Not the 3. If it was a regular pay-per-view, I think things would be different. But this 2 o'clock in the morning on the East Coast shit, that ain't flying. I don't think so. Mm, We got, you know, we got five weeks or something. We still got five
1: weeks of TV. But I will say, with as much as people are bitching and moaning, they're all paying attention.
0: Bro. And Triple H H is
1: still having an incredible week. So, Gomez, with that said, let's hit some music.
0: It's now time for the finish. Let's wrap this show up with a spinning of the wheel. Identity. oh. oh okay. <laughs> I thought it was going to yeah. get there It was slowing down I, but- It was very close It was very close To another Fuck, Mary Kill But no, this week we have a Would You Rather And Joe Would You Rather Every time You come The song All Star by Smash Mouth Plays or would you want to come every time the song All Star by Smash Mouth plays? Oh Can no, I want I want it to play when I come. That's easy. Yeah, it's loud, everybody knows, there's no but hiding. I don't give a shit
1: because they just be a Ew, lot more yeah. coming that way. It's very rare that I get to like I don't listen to the radio really. So I like I could I could possibly go like a year without fucking popping a nut and That's I true. can't be having that. So I'd rather just I'd rather just deal with everybody knowing when I'm doing it, when when I'm by myself, when I'm with other people, when I'm with lots of people, when I'm with the furry convention. when it, Maybe I'm maybe I'm just in the bathroom at work. I don't give a shit. People just need to know because I can't go through life just waiting for this song to come on and calling I don't know, Z100, Elvis Duran in the Z Morning Zoo. Please play this fucking song for me. I got to get this out of me. I got to. I can't have this.
0: Well, I think that's the correct choice, especially if, you, if you're someone who's out and about. I mean, you don't want to be in the supermarket. You don't want to be in ShopRite having a nice stroll, getting some Sunday groceries. Next thing you know, you're on the floor shaking because this damn song came over the PA system. So I think I think you got to just, just own it. You know, hey, I'm coming. Guess what, folks? <laughs> this is what's happening. Guess what? <laughs> Somebody
1: once told me.
0: <laughs> oh, that's a fun one, Joe. <laughs> Hit him with the plug. Let's get out of here. Guys, thanks for
1: listening. Remember to follow us on all the social media at Card Jomez. Remember to hit subscribe. Leave us a five-star review. If you're watching on YouTube at youtube.com slash at Card Jomez pod, hit that subscribe button. Leave us some comments and some likes. Share it with your friends. And join our Facebook group over on, well, Facebook, obviously. It's free. And you can just search Car Jomez podcast. We come right up. We're going to have the poll going up for our March Madness. What do you want to see? You want to see Stallone versus Schwarzenegger? You want to see sports movies? You want to see 80s, 90s, 2000s, 2010 action movies? And what was even the other one, Gomez? I know there was a fourth option. Adam Sandler versus Jim Carrey. Adam Sandler versus Jim Carrey. That's a hell of a fourth option. Honestly, I'm not going to vote in this because I I would kind of want to
0: do all of them. That's I point. want to do all of them. So we 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 honestly do not care which ones, which one you guys pick because we're gonna have a good time either way. But if there's one you're more into, let us know. We want to have fun. Come on. You can follow all my stuff
1: at the Joe Shoes on all the ver- various versions of social media, and of course YouTube.com/slash Joe Shoes to see all my food review videos and other happenings whatever else i'm getting into so check all that stuff out
0: Mm -hmm. The gomez154 instagram twitter blue sky all the fun stuff my twitch stream at mez movie oh baby i have a feeling i'm gonna be popping on soon i got some weird movies of uh got uh, my hands on uh, i want to share with some folks oh baby we'll be back next week finishing off romance month with 50 shades of
1: gray showing on hbo max if you guys want to watch along at home and then it's on to march madness so that poll will be up there this week make sure you get an vote but otherwise gomez let's make like tom and cruise
0: peace